what's up ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week we bring you all our takes, news you need to know about. I'm your host Jack Cruz and joining me this week, from the pop culturists, the ramshackling, rambunctious, Ryan Betson. Hey man, like it's, it's R is probably one of the hardest verbs to, to really like get together. It's like the Randy note, <laughs> you know. It's like it, it, you're really stuck on where you yeah, can go. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking but at rambunctious the, is a good one. I like ramshackling. I like that. That was yeah. <laughs> came to me in a dream. Came to me in a dream. How are you, my friend? <sighs> I'm very well, man. That's I'm good. very well. That's good. I'm glad. I already knew that because we've been talking nah, for the yeah. last hour before recording. <laughs> yeah, we're like, all right, we're going to record it this time, and then we just started bullshitting for like. Way like oh hang on we're supposed to be recording this other show yeah 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 that's all right we had fun we we talked about some stuff uh, no it's it's all good like we haven't we haven't caught up in a while so we mm. get, get all that out of the way yep. so now we can talk about what has been happening in the week. nothing absolutely nothing it was a slow news week Ryan spoiler awesome. alert spoiler alert <laughs> listeners it's been a very slow week but uh, that's not always a bad thing we were talking earlier about um, how this can sometimes be a draining show to do because of all the negative news and just the bullshit going on in the world. And then some weeks it's like, a guy got punched and he got up and there was a show that got cancelled. It's like, oh, sweet. It's cool. Well, because like, even even me, like I don't live in the... In the uh, I live in pop culture, mm. but not popular culture. So like, I don't I, I take in current affairs. Mm. I don't take in politics all that mm. often. So like, even when it does hit me, I'm like, this is all fucking so negative. Mm. It's draining. Mm. So I just, I'm blissfully ignorant to most yeah. of it. Like I would hate to be like in your situation <laughs> where it's just taking it all in. Yeah. Like it's got to take a It time. does. It definitely does. Like it has its, ne- like, like anything. This is positives and negatives, right? Um, I mm. think positives slightly outweigh the negatives the negatives are obviously that it's there's so much neg like negativity out there in the world and mm. there's so many like you know neg like painful stories to read about or draining stories like how many times can i talk about something that donald trump tweeted like it's you know there's just so much stuff out there that's like quite depressing um and then the other stuff is like you know the no i guess the knowledge it is is something that i i feel like you know like we were talking about it off air like doing this show not to say it's made me smarter but i have more knowledge about stuff now like the way that you know yeah you're less uh, you're a bit more learned yeah. a little bit more less ignorant yeah. to some of the things in the yeah, world yeah i think that's a good way to put it yeah less less ignorant to stuff and and it's good like especially like a lot of my uh, close like family and family friends are all like a lot older than I am like I'm like a, the younger person mm. so like when I go to like dinner things and stuff everyone's either like 40 up to 60s kind of thing so um, sometimes when I sit and like I used to just sit there and be like bleh I don't know like they're like so Jack how's footy like footy's good it's cricket season though but okay I like it cause you're, um <laughs> you're same as me when i go to family shindigs because i because what i do in in my job in my life you mm. know and just sort of the, the the tribe that i'm a part of the community that i'm a part of like it doesn't mm. match with any of my family yeah so course. like when yeah. i go somewhere and because i've got family that, that are in the country so they're all like farmers and shit and they're really into this thing mm. called tractor pulling i'm like what the fuck is that yeah. <laughs> tractor pulling for those playing at home is literally when you have a fucking souped up tractor and the whole idea is 
it has a pulley system in it so as the further you go the further this trailer digs into the dirt so the whole idea is you need to wow. build the most whoever can pull that fucking thing the furthest it's the lame like i'm just like i That's what the rude. fuck is that <laughs> apparently the betson name is very prominent in the tractor pull circuit i don't fucking care that is brilliant. so when i when i go catch up with them and they're like this is the things so like obviously they're very mechanically minded it's so like tractors yeah, and cars yeah. and fucking racing and i'm like engines have and you shit, played yeah. red dead redemption they're like what the fuck is that but like no it's the same Tractor thing it's so i'm like can someone talk about games can i just slip this in somewhere can i yeah. find a way to drop it yeah. in here yeah well, that's the thing it's good nowadays you're gonna sit down and someone's like well you know uh labor's policy on uh climate change was it and i'm like well actually <laughs> and i give him the i do that little that little head nod thing a little, like a bit of a cunt like, well actually you do the glasses well ac- yeah well uh you yeah. should know let me tell you about uh emissions levels from uh 2015 to 2018 and uh, then we can have a chat and just um but no it's it, not that that's that's quite um uh hyperbolic but it, it's good to, to sit down and be like you know yeah we're gonna have a conversation about politics mm. and stuff and and being from a younger generation having a different perspective to a lot of like that those people like i really enjoy like challenging people mm. and that's the other thing that i really especially like like people who have like, I know I like being challenged as well. Like, it's not just me going, oh, I, I think you're like, you know, I don't like what you're saying. Like, I actually like being challenged back and be like, well, okay, well, you think that about that. Tell me why. And it's, it's, it's really like interesting to get people's points of view on, you know, why they feel certain ways about certain topics and certain things. And then sometimes it's even better to be like, if you're, especially when you're talking to idiots and they have an opinion there about are many. something. And, and there are plenty. And, and I'll give you a specific example. Um, I was talking to someone, it's a, young, a younger generation from me a couple of weeks ago. And I was chatting to this person and um, and some, uh, we were talking about the, like, the election, all this stuff that was coming up and da 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 da, da and, and this person was like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah about politics. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, what's your... What's your, like, what's your, you know, what's, your, what's, the, what's the thing you want to talk about? Yeah, like, what's, your, what's your stance? He's like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what's like, what's the like, what's the, it's, it got him like not worked up, but he's like, oh, I don't know, you know, stupid stuff. I don't want to talk about. I'm like, well, no, come on. Like, if you want to, have, let's have a conversation. Mm. Like, I like, I like, let's have a conversation. I'm always open to hearing different viewpoints. And this person's like, I don't agree with trans rights. And I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, fuck! I'm Excuse not talking me? to you anymore. <laughs> and I was like, please continue. <laughs> I would like to know what you mean when you say you don't agree with trans rights well I just don't agree with it I'm like but what do you mean please enlighten me and and letting people and it's that whole thing like um, uh, you give someone enough rope they'll hang themselves with it uh, and just sort of questioning some and, and especially about things like that I really I like challenging people and being like well no like and, and not to be a smart ass but to be like why do you feel that way like, I want to get to the root of why that is your opinion. Like, it's not... That's an emotional opinion to have. Like, that's not a technical or like a... I don't agree with the, you know, the, the Andrews government's policy on rail. It's like, I'm a, I'm a discriminatory person against trans people. It's like, well, why? You tell me why. Give me your legitimate reasons. And they could, they couldn't. I mean, they, they did give reasons that they felt were legitimate. 
But I'm just like, nah, that doesn't that doesn't stack up. Yeah, well, that's that's the biggest problem. Like when it comes down, there's that you know, two that two sides of politics. There's like uh, mm. the social politics, which is all that sort of stuff, and I forget what the yeah. other one's called. But the the stuff that everyone's like fucking forgets, like infrastructure and all those. Yeah, other, exactly. Yeah. Other political words, you know what I mean? Yeah. The common people focus on the social stuff, which is true. I, I certainly focus on that. If someone's yeah. like, "Did you know about the Andrew?" Yeah, as you said, the Andrew government's plan for the fucking East West Link. I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> like, like, what's your stance on freaking abortion? And I'm like, well, I can tell you about that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And and that's and that is and that's right. And that's how how most people sort of you know. Um, and I guess that's kind of the interesting thing about politics is you have so many different layers of people depending on your involvement and your I guess level of engagement. You can people can generally make a call on which way they want to go based on you know lots of different things and that's it's all encompassing it is it's social mm. issues it's you know infrastructure it's the budget it's you know everything like that so um it was it's yeah it's it's interesting stuff but um, yeah, but I, li- I like your point about because like you know about being challenged that's that's something that mm. you know the i'm sure i've mentioned this a thousand times before in other different places but like that's something that, that it doesn't exist right now is the idea of, of being challenged and being yeah. willing to have your opinion challenged right yeah um i'll use a specific example and i apologize if anyone does fit the demographic i'm about to talk about mm. you know mm-hmm. sorry um so where I work in Geelong, there is uh, like a shopping center, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of those sort of like mall rats, you know, people are just fucking hanging yeah, out yeah, yeah. all day. I know the um, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always on the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I was talking with Paris, who's my bo- my boss, my coworker, because um, mm-hmm. he's worked in youth services and stuff forever. So I, I kind of asked that question. I'm like, like, what the fuck is with them? Like, why do they hang out here all the time? Why are they always aggressive? Why are they yeah. like? I've like, there's there is a certain whenever you hear about someone yelling at someone across the street mm-hmm. to another person, you you have an image in your head of what that person is. Yeah. So I asked him. I'm like, why the fuck is there this? And I you know I did. I granted. I admit. I went in with a very very locked in perspective, and I was like, mm-hmm. I think they're this and this because I'm very middle class mm-hmm. so i had an image about it all in my head and he genuinely changed my perspective in like one conversation he talked about yeah. see we, we we come at like especially when i say we as in me particularly like mm-hmm. i and i'm sure you're the same like we live in a place where we have a job we have an income we have an income mm-hmm. that can that meets all our means mm-hmm. so like whatever happens we're relatively okay mm-hmm. for these right. guys it's that cut and fine. So it mm. there is there is a more of a base. This is going to sound derogatory, but it's not the intention. There is more of a base survival instinct involved with that. In yep. that, do- it's it's almost like a dog eat dog world. Yeah, for where sure. you know where generalization, stereotyping here, like thieving, mm. fighting, yep. all all these things are part of that life. It's and that's part of that structure. And yep. and years in that system in that ecosystem just um what's the word i'm looking for it just kind of breeds the okayness of it which is not the word i'm looking for but it's like yeah i'm like it becomes oh, the norm yeah it, like it becomes ingrained it's systemic yeah and i'm just like fuck yeah and it completely changed my perspective it changed how i look at these people it changed how i think about these people i'm like fuck and I love those moments. Those moments yeah. are insane. They are so yeah. good when you can, yeah. either when you help someone change it, like not change their opinion because not saying their opinion was wrong, but it's more like mm. you give them pers- some perspective it's they perspective. didn't have. Yeah, 100%. And I was like, yeah. 
shit yeah. and then we went back to our regular conversations about like buttholes and stuff at work yeah. so, you know uh, I love that yeah I had a very similar moment recently I was talking to this um, this girl this friend of mine who is she's like a um, she's like a human rights activist mm. she she she's like a and 100% a socialist like she's you know that whole like down with capitalism down with the patriarchy like She's super cool, super intense, um, and very, very like strong-willed and opinionated. And I, and I really love engaging with this person because um, she just she loves to like fuck with my head a bit, and like mm. and and not fuck with my head, but she just she does not intentionally to fuck with my head, but she's always like gives me a really good perspective of things from that side because I'm a capitalist pig. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm yeah, a, I'm a real big fan. Yeah, I'm, I love capitalism. It's great. It gives me all of the shit that I have that I don't need. But I like it. Um, gives me my house, gives me the food that I eat, gives me this phone and everything like that. So I'm a big fan of capitalism. I'm also a corporate shill, so all of that too. So um, we uh, we clash quite a lot, me and this friend of mine, in, in good ways. Sometimes we just have we have very robust conversations about mm. all this shit. And we're having this conversation. Um, she was in Wales at the time, and we're talking about. Um, this village that she was in and she's like oh you know she's telling me about like these people that she's staying with da, 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 and this guy who's like really brilliant this really brilliant guy but he's got no like there's no prospects for him there because he's like out in like the country and it's in this little village in Wales and there's no like there's nothing there there's no industry there's nothing I'm like oh you know guess he just has to get out kind of thing like he's got to just pack you know yeah go he's just gonna get out you know up and at him kind of thing go and Go and take the world, you know? Move to the big city and make something of yourself, rah, 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 kind of thing, you know? That's that's the mindset that I have, right? And yeah. she's like... Work, work, work for the improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like, oh, there's no... True op- capitalism. Yeah, yeah. She's like, there's no opportunity here. I'm like, oh, you just got to go find it then, I guess. She's like, why? I'm like, because it's not there. She's like, but why does he have to go and find the opportunity? Why can't the opportunity come to him? I'm like, um... I'm like, hold on. <laughs> I'm like... Like, I think that argument's like personally, I'm like, I think that argument's stupid, but I like your point. Yeah, and and that was my kind yeah. of thing. I was like, I was like, and I'm like, okay, and knowing this person, I'm like, all right, you've got a, you've you've got a, a, and this is the other thing, I'm like, you've got a very well thought out perspective on this. So you haven't just and she never like just said this. I'm like, okay, let's let's dig a little bit deeper. And then we just had this really robust conversation about like capitalism and like, you know, the and she's got this real. Um, view of like change like society needs to be fundamentally changed it's, it's not about like you know I'm like well that like industry doesn't just move for like one person and she's like well in, it's not about in industry moving for one person it's about industry being available everywhere for everyone or opportunities being available society should provide everything on an equal basis and blah, blah, blah. and that's like the whole concept of socialism right so um, mm. and it was really interesting and I'm like and that's the kind of thing like I'm I'm very locked into that capitalist society right mindset right and i don't make any apologies for that i i think capitalism is a great thing it's given us so much amazing things in the world it's given us all the you know we wouldn't have the advances in medicine that we have without socialism we wouldn't have you know the scientific research without sorry without social without capitalism we wouldn't have sci- the scientific you know research without capitalism none of these things would exist without capitalism right we wouldn't have playstation damn right son um and that's important yeah absolutely Absolutely. And so, like, we had this really, like, intense conversation about, you know, capitalism versus socialism and, and you know, up and, and my whole, my whole you know, 
concept is like pull your you know your bootstrap pull your bootstraps up and get up and go and get the opportunity like it's not just going to be handed to you so it's not about being handed to you it's about it being available to you and that's what and so and but i and i really enjoy and while like i still feel the way i feel i really enjoy that perspective and getting that that my Mm. my thought process challenged and it just helps me think about and having those conversations with people it helps you just think about things in a different way like you will now like you had Mm. that conversation with your you know your boss your co-worker about these kids and you had this perception about you know, um, the way that they are and why they are that way and they're just like little mole rats. And now you have this other whole concept of why they might be that way and you have a different feeling, you have that empathy for them now. And and I'm the same. I was like, okay, well, you know, my whole thing was, well, I grew up in a small shitty town as well and I didn't just stick around and I could have I could have yeah. just stuck around and done nothing, but I got up and went and made something of myself somewhat. And she's like, you know, yeah, but you didn't, you shouldn't have had to have like got up and left your home and your friends and your family to do that. You, there should have been opportunity there for you. I'm like, there was, but it wasn't the opportunity that I wanted. And so then we, we fundamentally disagreed, but I really enjoyed having my thought process. And now it just changes the way I think about that kind of stuff. And I think that's really important. And I've always said on this show specifically is we need to always look at one, look at both sides, but also like learn how to talk to each other and not get, and like, it would be very easy to get, you know, fired up and, you know, get rah, rah, rah with this person and, and whatever. And, you know, be like, ah, you're an idiot and socialism's for fools and blah, blah, blah. And she could be like, ah, you're a capitalist pig and blah, blah, blah. Which she might've called me. What did she call me? A couple times. <laughs> Maybe she did. <laughs> she loves it. She's like, you're such a capitalist. I'm like, you know it. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I think, I think those types of conversations are really important, especially in this day and age. It just gives us different perspective. Yeah. You know, it helps us, gives us a different view of the world. You know what I mean? But even helps you like fl- even it helps you flesh out ideas. Mm. Like I remember I was listening to uh, you know, Joe Rogan. Who oh, I love Joe fantastic. Rogan. Yeah, that was, uh, it was it was really weird because it was the episode where Kevin Smith was mm-hmm. on, which is uh, uh, just a chaos mixture. Yeah, no doubt. They were talking about the idea of uni- of universal base income. Yeah. Which are which is something I'd never even even existed. I never even thought of. I'm like, fuck. Mm. And then my brain went I'm like Imagine what we could do if I didn't have to worry about those things. Like I could focus on a more creative endeavor. And mm. I think, you know, there are people that would still then go and do the big jobs and the big work, mm-hmm. at, you know, that they would still go earn the big money. Mm. And if they wanted to, they could forego their base income to then focus, you know, like all these different things. But I'm like, this is an amazingly cool idea. Yeah. Like, cause I spent a big hunk of my life just kind of making ends meet. Mm. And I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't work. You know, I, I had to work and I had to study and, I'm like, man, wouldn't, that would be amazing. Mm. And then I had some, then I had like chats with people about it, and then they they throw all these inco- other yeah. arguments from the other side. I'm like, how you gonna pay for that? They take the, <laughs> they take the roast and the glasses yeah. off. I'm like, ah, oh, I get you. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, still awesome idea. But I'm like, well, I understand yeah. why that will never. Yeah, happen. and that's and that's the thing with stuff like that. Like, and that's why it's good to have those stations to be like, you know, that's what I love about Colin Moriarty. Um, is that he's yeah. like you know he he has well thought out thoughts, but he's always just like people are like universal healthcare and universal um, you know free college and he's like all right if you want that shit how do you want to make it happen let's have a conversation about it and like and and those are the sort of things that's like yeah like the, all those things are great great ideas but no one talks about the fact that Bernie Sanders healthcare plan would have cost three times more than the entire U.S. military yeah. budget. <laughs> especially with america like you know talking about your your friend like the way that america is structured as a whole Mm. like you it cannot be changed Mm. 
overnight let alone in like 50 years like there is some ingrained shit that you can't get rid of like um we my wife and i have been listening to the serial podcast like the the latest season um and it's all it's all about um they're following this particular courthouse whatever Mm. whatever and they talked about judges being elected Mm. and she's like what are they? What are they talking about? I'm like, oh no, judges are elected. That you're not appointed, mm. you're elected. So you have to campaign and, pardon me, and win whatever to get the mm. gig. She's like, isn't that a little fucked? I'm like, it's totally yeah, fucked. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> like, you know, as a, as a society, they can dictate on like, um, like the, the takes away some of that impartialness mm. that a judge should mm. have. You know, and like that's the and like that can't that's not going to change anytime soon. Like that because if you take that part out, then this part crumbles. Then this part crumbles. Yeah. No, I and, agree. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think for like just you know not to go too deeply on on socialism and that kind of stuff, but it is a light news week. It's a light news week. So fuck it. Yeah. No, you're right. Let's do it. Let's deep dive on socialism. No, um, I think <laughs> for, you're 100 percent right. Like for something like that to work you need a fundamental breakdown in society like you need you need the the infrastructure mm. of government to crumble you need society to go back to zero like everything needs to be dialed back and you need to start from scratch because there's so and and that 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 in itself you know requires a catastrophe you know what i mean like you need you need a like a massive breakdown in society for that to happen yeah and and during that chaos, All who's right, going to be level-headed enough to like be like, aha, well, that's that's correct. Well, everything's yeah, fucked, yeah, yeah. but uh, um, let's be socialist now. Well, you know, like, it's an int- I, I love I love the concept of social socialism. I, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, me too. But, um, as it a real, so cool. I mean, yeah. I, I I just don't see it. I just don't see how it works. Let's just see how it works. Like, how do you pay for everything? Yeah. See, uh, so. Yeah, socialism yeah. works in like a small structure. If you're if you're mm. like in terms of your village, if you're in a village where there's I uh, know hundreds of mm. people at best, yeah, it's easily manageable. But once you start getting into cities and countries and, and like and, yeah. larger larger systems like and corporations, like there has to come a point where that, that like in small subsamples, mm. I think socialism could could stand a chance. But that's not the yeah, way exactly right. the world yeah. is currently Spot set up. At. Spot on. Um. Oh yeah. Speaking yes. of something yes, crumbling yes, yes. and getting well, back up, though, I suppose we should talk about the news then, Ryan. Uh, yeah, that was brilliant. I, I loved it. Uh, it was accidental <laughs> segue. Ryan, it was a big weekend for <laughs> combat sports. We had the Anthony Mundine versus Jeff Horn fight on Friday night. We had the uh, UFC event in Adelaide this past Sunday. But I want to talk about uh, tonight. Comes from the world of boxing. So we had uh, Tyson Fury, the, uh, if I do say so, the man with the dopest ma- name in all of like sport. Yeah, if you didn't get into some yeah, fucking exactly hardcore right. punching yeah, sport, like I don't know what you're doing. Like with a name like that, yeah. either you're <laughs> punching face or you're in porn. Uh, Fury made his return to the boxing world uh, this past weekend after a sensational fall from grace, uh, and he did it in the most bizarre and tremendous fashion. Um, so. I'm not a big I'm not a big boxing fan, Ryan. I'm not a big fan of all punchy punchy. I love the UFC. I, I think MMA is just as a whole is a much more um, pure sport than boxing. I find boxing to be there, so I'm not really interested in it. But I'm sure everyone has heard the name. If you hadn't already, 
I'm sure everyone by now has heard the name Tyson Fury after this past weekend. Uh, so this is a man who was undefeated, uh, heavyweight boxer, um, had beaten the unbeatable Vladimir Klitschko, the big Russian, um, a couple of years back. And um, he basically, he was on the, in the top, on the top of the world, best boxer in the world, undefeated, uh, massive name, and, and then his life crumbled. He went on a massive bender. He became, um, you know, drugs, alcohol, you know, blew out to like 400 pounds, lived off beer and cheeseburgers and cake for like, you know, a few months, um, got lost all, stripped of all of his boxing titles, went into a deep depression. Um, really, really sad story. Lost a lot of goodwill. He made some, he did make some ridiculous comments, um, about, you know, some homophobic comments and things like that. And, um, in one of his states and, um, lost a lot of fans and goodwill due to that. Uh, and then made his return to the boxing world this, this past weekend. Um, it's quite the, I guess, what, what do you want to unpack first, Ryan? Do you want to unpack the, what do you want to, where do you want to, where do we go? Where do well, we start here? For me, it's the big selling point of like, uh, the ball, <laughs> like literally getting punched in the face, getting knocked mm. out and then just getting up, getting up. So if you haven't seen the footage, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go and just, just search Tyson Fury on Twitter and go to like the video tab and have a look. Uh, in the twelfth round uh, of his of his uh, his fight with Deontay Wilder over the weekend, he he took a, a left, a right, and then a left, uh, and got knocked down. And any other human being in the world hit with those two punches would be dead. Fuck! If I took and one he, of those punches, I'd be pretty dead. Oh, 100 percent. He's on. He's flat on his back. He's out. He's he's virtually out cold. He's got that. And then, he's, he's got that. There's a snore that comes with being knocked out, like the deep the deep chest moves, and like that dude is yeah. out. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> and then he proceeds to stand up like the Undertaker. Yeah, he's magnificent. Which like as for anyone that it does follow me, follow me on Twitter, like I have recently dived in back into wrestling hard, right? And mm. one of the things that got me back in was the Super Showdown, which was the one at the MCG, which we had the big fight between Taker and Triple H. And mm. Taker did that; he did the get knocked down, and then just goes burn. Everyone's sit. like, ah, it's the uh, sit up, yeah. Yeah. And then right. I saw this. I'm like, I thought I always thought that was dumb because I'm like, well, clearly he's not injured. I'm like, but that guy's mm. super injured, and he. Yeah just got up maybe there's some just truth to take her yeah maybe maybe it was brilliant it was absolutely brilliant it's fantastic um so the fight itself was a draw that's not really what i talk about i don't really want to talk about the fight itself i just thought it was a good like everyone loves a comeback story right this is a really cool comeback mm. story this is a man who virtually hit rock bottom and went from the top of the world the top of his profession to nothing that to the nothing. bottom of Lost his world yeah yeah exactly um drugs alcohol depression gain weight gain like just completely gone and has managed to within the space of a year turn his life around and come back and you know many people thought that he won that fight um i didn't watch the whole thing so i can't comment but there's a lot of talk and uh, boxing is crooked as a crooked thing thing (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i was looking i was trying to be like I was trying to think of something like very funny to say. I was looking at my lamp. I have a lamp that moves the head moves around on the lamp. It's kind of like the lamp from the Pixar thing, you know, the vent. Oh, boop, 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 boop. it's kind of like that. Yeah. So like the head moves around and stuff, and it, but not, and sometimes it's crooked, but it was actually straight. So I couldn't be like like my lamp, but the lamp was straight at that time. Anyway, I digress. 
he's made an amazing comeback. Um, and he made some he made some really great comments as well. Like he, he he spoke after the fight about how he did this for you know all the people who have been you know who deal with mental health issues. And he showed he he got up there and said, "Look, I've just shown like if I can do this, if I can come back from depression and where I was rock bottom, you guys can do it too." He's like, "Let's do it together." Like you know, and he's like looked into the camera. He's like, "Let's do this together. Let's 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 make this happen. Like let's get up and do it." Um, He's donating his entire eight million pound purse to, which is the money that he gets from the. He doesn't have like a purse that's worth eight million pounds. The it's money this big, he gets like from Gucci bag. <laughs> Congratulations, punching each other. Here's a handbag. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Um, he's he's donating all his prize money from the fight to the homeless, um, which is just an amazing gesture in itself, mm. in of itself. Um, I just thought it was a good story. Like this is the thing. Like this has been a slow news week. But I thought this was a cool story because it's nice it's, to get like a comeback, you know, a good comeback story every now and then. It is. It's a fantastic story because like I myself, I work in mental health. So like mm. for, to be able to see this story uh, is an incredible example for the guys and girls that I work with because it's one of those things that you can be the highest is what the, the I'm going to keep saying it this way. So you can be the highest you'll ever be in your world. Mm. And you can crumble to the bot to the bo- to what you believe the bottom is, and then it's the whole idea of rebuilding that re- rebuilding yourself back up to that point. And whether he means it to or not, because obviously he didn't mean to get knocked down, but like the mm. whole idea is you can still rebuild yourself back up and then get taken down again. Yeah. But even in that one fight, the story plus that fight tells an incredible tale mm. of a height, of a low, of a height brought back down again like even like physically literally and then just still getting back in the fight like yeah. it's it's a, a perfect example for the people that i work with perfect yeah, yeah. no it was, it was it was good it was a good story it was you know it, he didn't win the fight but he's been able to get back there's talk of a rematch now um which you'll most definitely get um it's good not oftentimes when something like this happens with someone like that, especially in a sport like boxing, which is such a physically taxing um, sport, like you wouldn't see a guy, like if you see the photos of the dude, like he was big, like he was big fat, like big flabby dude, like after being like an absolute unit. Yeah, yeah. Like he was, you know, he was huge. He blew out to like 400 pounds. Right, and my son, my son just velociraptored his way into the room. So he may, you may hear him in the, in the, in the what, up, little, what up little Betson? <laughs> I keep chatting. Yeah, keep chatting. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. Like you, you, you generally would not see this. You would see this go like the absolute other way, um, and uh, it, it didn't. It went. It went like a good way, the positive way. So um, you've uh, you can't. You got to be happy with that. I think you got to be. I think everyone look at that story and go, "That's cool." That is. Cool. Yeah, and no, like I said, even, even if you like. Even if you as I said, even if you English teacher it and break it down to like its core unnecessary levels, like what does this story have to say? And mm. like you look at it in from a perspective, it's like no, this is something amazing. It's spectacular to see a dude in have the strength, like physical, mental, to be able to come out of that bigger and better. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred and literally fight another and fight another day because he's going to get that rematch and then he oh, can yeah. get that win. Get that win. Absolutely. Get Ideally. Back. I don't get know. Get that title I, I back. How... 
Yeah, that's I don't cool. know how boxing works. Like, is it is it like wrestling? Will he come back next week and will he threaten him and then punch him in the ring and <laughs> get the belt possibly. back? Is that how it works? It could be very. It's very possible that could happen. It's very possible that could happen. Uh, and our next story, Ryan Betson. Uh, the mm-hmm. Netflix series Daredevil has been sensationally cancelled in this past week. A statement from Netflix read. Marvel's Daredevil will not return for a fourth season on Netflix. We are tremendously proud of the show's last and final season, and although it's painful for the fans, we feel it best to close the chapter on a high note. We're thankful to showrunner Eric Olison, the show's writers, stellar crew, and incredible cast, including Charlie Cox as Daredevil himself. And we're grateful to the fans who have supported the show over the years. While the series on Netflix has ended, the three existing seasons will remain on the service for years to come while the Daredevil character will live on in future projects for Marvel. Now, Ryan, mm-hmm. this, I think, was... Uh, a lot of people were shocked by this. M- me, not so much. Uh, I think the writing has been on the wall for quite a while with the Marvel Netflix series. Um, mm-hmm. Series? 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 Yeah, Series. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know obviously uh, Luke Cage Iron Fist were cancelled just recently Um, now Daredevil Jessica Jones and the Punisher are the ones left now I I don't think they're long for the world once um, once the sort of their next seasons are are released Um, I mean I don't know this is sad I guess like have you watched season 3 of Daredevil yet? I haven't watched season 3 so like like, I'm a DC guy through and through Mm -hmm. Um, however I can't argue any higher about the the impeccability of what I thought at least season one of Daredevil mm. was. I thought it was mm. fantastic. Like the, I'd never seen a show like it in that way. I'm like, this is awesome. Mm. It's fantastic. Like that that hallway scene in like episode oh, two. I think crazy, it is. Crazy, yeah. Like there, like I've not seen a better shot in TV in ages. Like Special I thought it was stuff. so well, yeah, so well co- co- choreographed and edited and thrown together. It was beautiful. Mm. Um. But, like, I'd never watched Luke Cage. I didn't watch Iron Fist. I didn't watch Defenders. I didn't finish Jessica Jones. I I hit a burn. I hit a burnout. Mm. Like, mm. with 20-something, almost 20 films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe at the time, mm. plus the TV shows, like, so, plus whatever Netflix has, plus Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I never watched anyway because it was bad. Mm. Apparently, it's good now. But, like, there's, like, all these different things. I'm like, I don't have enough time. So, I just pick and choose what I watch. Like, I, got, I did watch second season of Daredevil. Thought it was great. Thought it was awesome. I honestly didn't even know there was a third season out. Mm. <laughs> but it's one of those things like the, now that every now that every company every entertainment manufacturer mm. uh, has come to realise the power of the streaming service mm. and what that you know what that can bring them in terms of revenue mm. Like it's it it's why it's being divided. Like we know for a fa- we've known for a while now that Disney are making their own Disney streaming service, yep. and with Marvel being a Disney property, it makes total sense for them to bring these at least those names over to their servers. Yep. Does that mean that the you know Jessica Jones? Uh, sorry, does that mean Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Daredevil will pick up over there like a season four or two or mm. three? No, no. I think. Um, you know, like when they say at the end there, it's like, well, Daredevil will be in future endeavors. I'm like, a fucking course he will. He's yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, it's tough. Like the writing was on the wall mm. and people should have seen it coming. Mm. Um, it still sucks. Mm. 
for those that are really invested in it. Mm-hmm. It's this weird line. Yeah, it is. It's a weird line. It is. It's uh, it does. I mean, I, I it's like... it's the downside of capitalism, Jack. I know, right? God damn! If we have a socialist, <laughs> daredevil for everyone. <laughs> You can have a daredevil, and you can have a daredevil. He's the, you can all he's the people's superhero. <laughs> he's the people's superhero. Um, no, I think yeah, I think it's I think it's a bummer. Like I, I like generally, like I I watched seasons one and two of Daredevil. I think I'm halfway through the first season of The Punisher, which um, I really liked the first season of Daredevil. The second season was fine enough. I never finished it. I think I got to like the second last episode and then never finished it. Yeah, I think I didn't care about the hand. Yeah, or yeah, whatever the, the, the enemies. Foot? Yeah. They're the foot? Yeah, the hand and foot. <laughs> hand and foot, hand foot, foot you know. <laughs> uh, Whatever they did. Parent joke there. Parent joke there. Hand foot, hand, foot <laughs> and mouth. Um, oh, fuck. I think that lives at my daycare. Oh, really? At my son's daycare. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that shit's brutal. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, it's it's a bummer. But I think it's, it's yeah, I think it's been coming. And, and I think, you know, Disney announced way back when that all the Marvel movies will no longer be streamed on Netflix. Star Wars movies will eventually leave. Everything will be moved over to the Disney streaming service. It was only a matter of time before these properties as well were... Um... <laughs> Sorry, my son's excited. Uh, my, my wife just bought him a little satchel of, of cream rice. Oh, pudding. he's lit. <laughs> he's stoked. Yeah. Get it in you, little Betson. Um, he, uh, yeah, like, I think, you know, it'd be stupid for... Disney to leave those properties in an, on another streaming service. Like it's just not from a, from a pure business perspective, that whole capitalism thing again, it would be a bad move for them to do that. Um, and then to bring them across, there's a the whole conversation about, well, cause Netflix will own the rights to those existing seasons. They will stay on Netflix. So then to pro- continue to produce content on those stories, there would be licensing fees. Yeah, exactly, and they would have, and then people would be going back to Netflix to watch those. So it's basically just cut it off now. And Disney's Disney, we all know Disney's a, a brutal bitch. Um, you know, they love they love to just flex their fists and and their iron fists, as it would be. <laughs> as it would be. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it, it kind of like gets me. I mean, it makes me think, oh, what's going to be next? Like, what's next for these characters as far as the Disney streaming service goes? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a bummer for those people who are really invested in those season, in those series. Yeah. But then again, like, it goes the other way. Like, I used to be really into Arrow and The Flash. Mm-hmm. And they're on to, like, season seven and shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it seems like too many seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be, yeah, there's going to be a cutoff point. There's going to be a cutoff point. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think I think people. I mean, people are rightfully upset. Like something that they really enjoy, and something the Daredevil like of quite good quality as well. Mm. Um, Punisher as well is really great. Like yeah, Punisher is apparently fantastic like, in terms of mm. an emotionally character-driven story. Like, mm. it's, apparently, it's absolutely, rad. absolutely. So I think people are like, yeah, rightfully gonna be upset that they're not gonna get this content anymore. But I didn't see any other. Like I don't. I don't know if people re- like how anyone could think that these would continue on while Disney is running its own streaming service parallel is, uh, is bizarre to me. Um, I'll tell you what though, I'm excited for this new Disney streaming service. It's going to be lit. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm interested in it. Um, I can't afford another one. Like, yeah. damn, 
like no, no, how no. Ma- how many do they like that, and that's the one that's the downside they people people realize like wow netflix makes money you know hulu mm. makes a ton of money i'm like yeah but every, if everyone has one then no one you know, like people will be very selective yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's um yeah I don't and know, like, it has it been confirmed that it's coming out in australia like once again dc fan there's that dc one that has like titans on it and stuff mm. i'm like i'm keen oh you I'm can't sure. have it in australia yeah. like is the disney one even coming to australia oh i would have to assume so i would have to surely mm. surely maybe <laughs> who knows like that's the other conflict that's going on right now right and mm. you know with like even like the whole idea of like hulu and and uh net- with netflix and its region thingies like like game of thrones right Hmm. you know with the exclusive rights in this country to with foxtel it just yeah, everyone's HBO, like yeah. why do they pirate it because no one no one wants to pay 60 bucks a month for foxtel for one show yeah i know right? you know what i mean like we, we live in a very you know this is it's almost a socialist idea of the internet we live in a very hmm. open society now in terms of like of, of distribution like for that reason you shouldn't put do things like that <laughs> i mean like yeah. <laughs> like it's just simple it's just like i'll give you money but just like not all the money to watch the one yeah. thing that i want <laughs> yeah that's true it is yeah it's a it's a yeah fox sells another whole whole thing it'll yeah. be interesting when disney buy fox um is it fox well, they're buying well yeah they're bu- they're, so they're buying yeah, it is fox. yeah fox no not fox? all yeah, property yeah, yeah yeah not all no, property like 20th century fox yeah I believe so, yeah. So, like, that'll give hmm. them, uh, you know, X-Men. Um, X-Men. There's a bunch of other, like, Alien technically falls under that bracket as well, I think. Hmm. Um, is it Alien? I don't know. There's a surprisingly a surprising list of properties that will then fall under the Disney banner, which personally, yeah. you know, I wonder, is, is that going to create, is there this monopoly? Like, is this thing going on? Like, hmm. how come no one stepped in yet? It's worrying. Like it's mm. there's part of me that's like this is great give Disney all of the shit because they make good shit, and then there's a part of me that's like yeah, competition though is good, like we need competition spurs on like competition makes people want to be better makes innovation. And if there's no competition, yeah exactly, um, and so if there's no competition, does the quality then drop? And then we we're gonna get like over like we're just gonna have an oversaturation. I'm not one of those people who's like. Um, oh, there's too much Star Wars. There's too much. I was like, give me the Star Wars movie every year. Don't, don't fucking. Let's not be like, you know. Let's, like, if they want to give us the good stuff, lots of it. Like, why are we saying no? See, I'm, I'm, I'm the other way. I'm quite, mm. I'm Ryan, the walking hypocrisy better. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want any more of these fucking Star Wars movies. They, they, they're not doing a good job. They're not enjoyable. Did mm. I see them every, all of them at day, day one? You damn right I did. You got damn right. <laughs> and like, and I will, whenever the next one is, I will be there. Probably midnight screening because, yeah. and then I'll bitch about it on the internet for a little while and then I'll forget <laughs> and then I'll go see the next one again. Or I'll bitch about it like I did with Solo. Bitched, I saw it day one, bitched about it, bought the Blu-ray, watched it, bitched again. So really? like they I got my they Solo. got my money twice. Oh, I loved Solo. I disagree. Really? I strongly disagree. I did not enjoy it. Wow. What didn't you like about Solo? I, I felt that there was 
it's the same problem that you have with any prequel it's like you know what's gonna be there like the the Han Solo that they they delivered here didn't feel like the growth that would get to the Han Solo that we know it was he's Han Solo now and in three movies which we know there will be he's already Han Solo like there's no character growth I wanted to see the Han Solo that started scrappy and then got to that cocky point yeah like it kind of yeah yeah okay and there were some like some things in there where there were like some, a lot of story conveniences which were kind of interesting yeah and even like i, I i'm a i'm a prequel apologist i i oh they're, no. they're, the, they're the star wars that i grew up on so i have an oh, attachment to no. them ryan no <laughs> well within within reason attack of the clones is bite and forever will be but um revenge of the sith has moments and i phantom menace has major flaws but there's like jewel of the fates one of the greatest fucking mm. star wars musics ever um yeah, it's, even it's for good. me watching solo and then darth maul rocks up at the end i should be pissing my pants spoilers i guess for oh, solo sorry guys spoilers <laughs> it'd be like he rocks up the end and i'm like what are you doing here why is that here yeah he's got <laughs> robo legs just like clone wars Woo! but why is he here oh <laughs> uh, i loved it I loved it from start from no the start was a bit slow I was like okay I don't know am I gonna hate this am I gonna like it what's happening the whole um the whole I, so there was yeah, there was some stuff that was like just too convenient like the whole um so you're going solo oh what's your name I wanted to punch solo. myself like, in the face like uh you didn't just do that did you you did didn't you uh you son of a bitch um and then there was the whole like and I was like the st- there was some stuff that they didn't do like I was waiting for the the Chewy life debt thing like there's the Chewy life debt right yeah that was never like explored in the movie I was like that's ah, kind of a bummer like I really wanted to see like Han like save the Wookiee and be like now you and now the Wookiee's like you're my master now or something but in a Wookiee voice um that was more of a Yoda than Wookiee but um <laughs> you know stuff like that but like I just I loved the like I loved the the Woody Harrelson character. Um, I really like the, um, what's his face from A Knight's Tale. It's <laughs> the only thing I remember from. He's also in all the Avengers movies. He's also the Avengers. Oh, he's Vision. The- yeah. Yeah, he's Vision. Yeah, yeah. So I really like him. Splanking on his name. He was a great villain. Um, I like the, the relationship between Han and Chewie in the movie. I really dug like the whole, the whole sequence from when they meet Lando to when they get to like that last planet, like the whole thing through like the Kessel run, like all of that was dope. Mm. Um, the only thing in that was like the Star Destroyer shows up and there's titles like, why is that there? I don't understand. Anyway, not important, but I really love the whole thing. The, like the, the 12 parsecs and it's like, you know, all that shit was like, mm. ah, it was great. There know? are some downsides to this though. Is like it, the movie to me felt like someone sitting in a room going, what are the things that define Han Solo's? Like, well, his blaster, uh, the Falcon, mm. Uh, mm. Chewie, Kessel Run, Lando. Mm. Like, okay, let's smush all that into a movie. So it, yeah. it makes me wonder what they're going to do with two and three. Well, I don't think like, they are we, doing a two and three well, now. That was the idea. Like, I know that Aldrin, whatever the fu- whatever the hell, Old, he has. Iron Reich or? Yeah. Aaron yeah, like, yeah. He signed on for three. Well, I think, so the intention, yeah, so I think he has a contract, but he'll just get paid out. Yeah. So I think he has a three movie, there was a three movie, like the idea was to do three movies, 
but now so they announced earlier in the year that they're going to pull they're pulling right back they're like oh because of because solo didn't perform which for me i'm just like ah oh, it's such a bummer because i really loved it and i would want to see more of that like give me more of that that movie was so fun that was mm. everything the last jedi wasn't oh, for me the movie was fun like it was totally fun but like mm. my critic brain right overrides it yeah, i'm like yeah, mm, yeah. see yeah, that's I, I can yeah see i movies is quite good for me because I, like i'm I tr- when I go into movies generally, I try not to think too critically of them. I just try and kind of, kind of try and enjoy them for what they are. And I sometimes I can't do that with games. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm thinking too critically about this. But with movies, I can generally walk in and go, this was a good movie, or like it wasn't a good movie, or like, and and why? Like, and that was that movie. I was just like, I know what this is trying to be, and it's doing exactly what it wants to be. And it's just, I, I was like grinning like a fucking Cheshire cat for that entire mm. movie. Like, See, but for that so reason is why I enjoy Justice League. I can yep. I can also pull apart all its flaws. I'm like, oh, mm. this sucked, but the mm. whole time I'm like, this is fun. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, I felt like a big dumb kid, and like, yeah, when Darth Maul shows up at the end, I was like, <gasps> I was like, oh, like I gasped. It was, was one like, of those. Yeah, I had one of those amazing. moments. Same thing. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> like, it was one of those, like, I'm like, oh my god, it's that. Oh, that's fucking weird. Hang on, let me. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Um, so I loved it. Last mm. Jedi, on the other hand. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I walked out of the Last Jedi and I was like, I think I liked it. I think yeah. I loved it. I also am not sure if I hated it. It's a movie like it's, and I think Solo is the same. Like, well, Last Jedi is way way much way worse. Mm. The idea of like I enjoyed that, and then you think about it, and the more you think about it, the more you realize that it's fucked. Yeah, yeah, you know, and which hurts yeah. because like. There are some things like there was <laughs> funny enough. There were some theories that we had. We did a video on it for the channel. Mm-hmm. The going into last Jedi, what we thought some of our theories would have been. And one of my theories was that Ray's parents were no one. Mm, okay. That she just that she just happened to be force sensitive, and and that's what it is. And like yep. I got that theory in the movie, and I'm like, even that wasn't make me happy. Yeah. Like the way that was handled, it could have been handled so much better. Yeah. Like, there are some messages in The Last Jedi which to, which make sense to me. All mm. idea of let the past... But like it's, it's a commentary on the audience. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, like, it let is. the past burn, let this be what it needs to be, and yeah. go with it. See, um, I don't like that. Don't talk to me about being an audience member. Just make a good movie, motherfucker. Yeah, but the <laughs> and like it's the it's the same thing that Solo had. The, the, the big deal breaker for me of Solo was that fucking robot. Oh really? I thought she was great. No, nah, I had the all like that took me so far out of the movie. Mm. Not in like a um because like you could still tackle the issues that this that this character brought up, yeah. but I felt that it was so. Oh, do you think they preachy. were like shoehorning it in there to be like? Yeah. Oh really? I because thought I was just trying to be funny. Because you're so over the top. She's like, mm. ah, robot rights and. You know that kind of stuff. No, like I think I think you could still get that in a much more subdued character, and if not, be mm. more powerful. Mm. And like the same goes like the biggest thing for me is last, as everybody echoes with Last Jedi is that um, that uh, that gamble the Casino Planet, which they oh was, just yeah ca- yeah Camino? like that because and uh, no no Camino's from um uh, number two that's the clone oh, planet yeah, yeah no right um, um so it's, it's, yeah. yeah there you go like that felt so out of place like I didn't like it's not as preachy to me as that robot was yeah but I'm, I'm seeing watching going there this is out of place yeah they're trying to do something here they didn't need to do yeah I, 
I also think they missed a terrible, terrible opportunity to include pod racing in that movie. They're like, what's How? that noise? It's like a racetrack. Yes. I was like, I was like, oh, it's going to be a pod race. It's going to be. And it's some fucking horse animal. I was like, ah, oh, God damn it. Well, because that was some of the things like to its credit. To its credit, last the Last Jedi references prequel shit. Like it yeah. references Darth Sidious and like that ro- and like that the that era. And I'm like, cool. People can't f- pretend that didn't happen. Now, fuck, it's here. Yeah, no, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah, and I like that because like <laughs> there are there are things in the prequels. That, I don't know how we got to Star Wars, but there are no, things there, there are things in the prequels <laughs> that Lean that into the really chaos. help build mm. Star Wars as a whole. Mm. there are some things that just are stupid mm. but there are some things yeah. like and the thing oh. that i love about it and something that i felt before they had luke say it was like the hubris of the jedi and who they thought they were and the fact that they made up this midi-chlorian garbage Ooh. just to isolate themselves yeah and like and like the old like they preach this balance of the force but when there's 800 jedi and two sith that ain't balanced my friend mm. Yeah, I mean, and that's like, and now they're like, they address that again. I'm like, yes. Mm. Yeah. 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 But I think everything about the prequels is great, except for the movies. <laughs> yeah. If you strip the movie away and just read yeah. it, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's great. Idea but, is great. Except the midichlorian shit. I didn't like that. Yeah. My brain um, would have exploded if there was pod racing there. Oh my god, dude! It was so like, and going into that planet, I was they're like, oh, it's this scout, like um, Maz Kanata's like, gotta go get this scoundrel on this casino planet. Like, I'm like a scoundrel who likes gambling. I'm like, it's gonna be Lando. It's gonna be Lando. <laughs> and then it's fucking Benicio del Toro and some other dude that like had a rose on his vest. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? Like, where's Lando? Like, where the fuck's Lando at? I was so excited. I was like sitting in there. I was with my friend Matt, and we go see all the Star Wars movies together. And I was just like, a grab him. I'm like, it's gonna be Lando. It's gonna be Lando. And it wasn't. It was some dude with a with a jacket. And then Benicio del Toro was like, gonna stutter or something. I'm like, the fuck? It was shit. And then I'm like. Pod racing, it's gonna be probably this is gonna be awesome. It's be pod racing, and then it was like horses. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> but like, just, even even on the side part of that is the, the 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 Laura Dern, the woman with the the purple hair. Like, yeah, I I have to I have to rationalize that. The movie doesn't rationalize her motivations for me. Like, yeah. I understand he, you know, uh, what's his name? Friggin' Poe was he was demoted. Whatever that plan was, was higher than his pay grade. But mm. the way she presented it, like that movie, if you watch that a second time, it completely mm. collapses on itself. Mm. That plot line collapses. Mm. Like mm. an example of, of a twist like that, of a twist, like you twist that you learn at the end that completely alters everyone's behavior, mm. like The Sixth Sense. You watch The Sixth Sense again when you know that twist, that mm. movie becomes better because of it. Mm this movie becomes worse once you realize that twist yeah exactly yeah spot on also don't make luke drink the milk they were unnecessary i loved it he's trying to like i enjoyed that because him trying to psych her out it's so dumb but i love it because it's dumb he's like i'm gonna psych you the fuck out like luke skywalker man i'm like no not the milk and he looks into the thing's eyes and he's squeezing its nipples i'm like stop yeah (laughs) but i like that he's like you know he got to a point where he isolated himself from what he believes jedi to be and like that part i really dug yeah and but the only downside of him dying is like a fart cloud at the end is a bit disappointing yeah yeah that was kind of a bummer i gasped i gasped at that bit as well that was more like a (gasps) like yeah yeah 
like that was a very powerful scene um that like that ending Mm. the whole thing yeah I don't know there's a lot of I have a lot of I need to rewatch. I've only seen it mm. the once I bought the I've DVD I've seen it twice three times yeah. now I bought the Blu-ray it was a, I bought it at PAX actually um, they were giving them away basically <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got to rewatch it and just see what my feelings are but there's some even, great moments in that movie but there's also some shit oh like even an example like the the moment where Carrie Fisher gets rocketed in a space I'm like oh no I forgot about space I, layer no no but like before that when she gets rocketed out I'm like oh, dude, holy like, fuck yeah. that is how you take out a character and it's yeah. impactful it's powerful it's surprising yeah. amazing yeah. and then I, I, I like the idea that she has has some mild force powers but like mm. There's a line, man. Oh, man. That was like... I was 100%. They're like, he's like flying. And I'm like, oh, my God. They're doing it right now at the start of the movie. Oh, my God. Like, we're yeah. not even a chance. Like, to I'm like, get, we know like, she's in the ninth one. So, what the fuck? Yeah. And then... And then, like, I was like, oh, my God. It's perfect. I was like, that's perfect. And she floats away. I was like, that was so impactful. And then they're like, nah. She's like, meow. Super layer. I'm like, no. What are you doing? Why did you do that? Yeah, and oh. then they just open the door and put her on a stretcher, regardless yeah. of the fact that the, that door opens to fucking space. Oh, my God. There's no middle chamber. It was just door, space. Yeah. You open that door, everyone's in space now. Oh, I'd forgotten about layer in space. Oh, my God. <laughs> that throne room scene, though, was dope as fuck. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I do like the part of someone analyzed that they realized that um, uh, Ray fucked her timing, and like one of the guys had to go, oh, oh and yeah, like yeah. Had, to, had to had to pull his punch a little bit. Yeah, there's a, yeah, and, there's some good, yeah, there's some good ones. And even yeah. like some guy that starts the fight with two pointy bits, one of the pointy thing, one of the pointy swords gets almost gets digitally cut because if he continued that strike, it would have yeah cut her clean head off, her head clean off. Yeah, but they had to like digitally yeah. remove one of them like during the fight. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Brilliant. Beautiful. There's some, there's some funny bits in that. Yeah. Magnificent. Nothing to do um, with this weekend seen... news, though. No. It was a slow news week, like have I said. I have I seen what? This. Uh, the, there's this... There's someone... I don't know, YouTuber or someone who would cu- who was cutting, like, music, like, like different songs to that fight scene. Um, <laughs> there's really good ones. But the best one is The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. <gasps> I love that song. It's like... But it's the bit at the end. It was like... Dung, and it's like they like stand up and they're like in this in the throne room it's like and then they just start like as the guitar kicks back in they start like fighting with them oh it's so sick yeah i'll send you the link when we're done please Um, do yeah anyway news hey this is fun this is a great (laughs) i enjoyed this we talked more about other things than we did the two news stories and that is fine with me ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you so much for joining us for another episode of it is what it is this has been a product of 8bit you can find all of our content over at 8bit.net and you can follow us on twitter ryan is at haggardmc i am at cruzy underscore mate and 8bit is at we are 8bit on all of the socials ryan tell the kids where they can find all the wonderful things that the pop culturists do uh, the big thing is the YouTubes, which is just The Pop Culturist. That's T-H-E space P-O-P-C-U-L-T-U-R-I-S-T-S. The Pop Culturists. Uh, as of this week, we launched our brand new sort of se- uh, season of series show uh, called Pop Quiz, where we have uh, an outlet versus us in a pop culture trivia challenge. Uh, think of it like Spicks and Specs for Nerds and Geeks is how we sell it. That's and, so cool. uh, 
Ark, I know you're, you're, you're one of our invited guests, uh, Jack. Yep. So once it's we can swing all that, get down there. you'll be there. Um, you'll be teaming up with that, that man, John O'Peck. That handsome bastard. Yeah. Beautiful man. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And we also have uh, For The Plays, which is the Pop Culture's PlayStation podcast every Monday at 9 uh, a.m. Uh, yeah, we do streams and stuff. So that's every predominantly everything is the YouTubes. And then you'll hear me bullshitting on Twitter. Very good. Love it. Love it. Love it. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed this show, head on over to iTunes. Give us a subscribe. Leave us a review. It does help get the word out about us. Helps us be describable. And do the same for the pop culturists. Head on over to their YouTube. Subscribe. Watch a video. Give it a thumbs up. Do all that good stuff. It does help. It keeps the lights on. And if you've got any questions for myself or my guests for next week, you can always email us at our email. Funnily enough, it is what it is at 8bit.net. Ryan Betson. Yes, sir. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you this evening. It has been and, fantastic. And, and little Betson too. Yeah, no, as I've said before, like he, he's like a velociraptor in Jurassic Park. You're like, oh, oh <laughs> just and that door like just swings open. Squeezes. Like you, you hear, you hear, his, you hear the, the, the roar up the hallway, like, oh God, he's coming. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to crash a stream on a recording. He knows. Uh, I love it. I love it. Until next time, friends, it is what it is. <laughs>